When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Everything. May the force be with you, everyone. Use the force, Luke. That's right. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Coming up a little bit later, I have a Disney World Colin Jason website crashing update a little bit later. But right Ooh. now, mm-hmm. okay, we are day, well, we're a week. This is what, um, day seven? Day s- yeah. Or they, they're, six. Uh, six. Oh, day six. Day six. Weekday six. Oh, yeah. that's right. They're doing the weekdays. Oh, they're not counting the weekends, are yeah. they? No. Okay. Thank probably you, not. Don. Probably not. Yeah. We are day six in uh, in the middle of our fantastic My Talk 1071 Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund, where we are partnering with our friends at the Neighborhood Development Center to help businesses owned by people of color rebuild and resume their businesses. And uh, all throughout last week, you heard uh, various business owners talk about what they're experiencing, how the NDC has helped them, and today will be uh, no different. Don, who do we have? Uh, who do we have on the phone right now? We have Doctor Kosar. He grew up in Somalia and Kenya, and he moved to Minnesota in 1998. Uh, he is with Banadir Pharmacy, located at Lake Street and Blaisdell Avenue in South Minneapolis. Good morning, Dr. Kosar. Good morning. How how are you doing on this Monday morning? Fantastic. As long as we're healthy, we're good. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Doctor, I'll just cut right to the chase. You know, uh, we've been mentioning the Neighborhood Development Center a lot. How how have they helped your business, which is, by the way, correct me if I'm wrong, doctor, an independently owned pharmacy. Am I right on that? You bet. You're right. Um, Excellent. Um, So NDC is... uh, it's, we had a long history with them, and uh, we've been on this corner for eight years, heading to the nine year. Um, and uh, from experience, and from the experience of of, of of community and friends I talked to, uh, they have been a cornerstone in helping them achieve their goals and aspirations of of of, of, of uh, business owners who don't have access. Uh, to the traditional uh, 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 or conventional financial uh, product. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and so they were good at listening to you and then customizing things for you that 
what I call culturally convenient and culturally competent and also culturally um, uh, 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 acceptable to some of some of the of, of the ways of running business. Right. Okay. Lex. Wow, that's great. Yeah, they do wonderful work. Now, I was reading here that you were looted, your pharmacy was looted for two nights in a row, and then um, you reopened three days later. That is amazing. What was the driving force to just say, you know what, we are just, we're, go- we're moving forward, we're cleaning up, and here we go? Yes, um, it was tough to see something that you have built over the last eight years from scratch and then holding it together. Mm-hmm. And uh, out of nowhere, in front of your eyes, just getting destroyed into pieces. And you can't really, you know, we're basically watching live um, from the cameras and you can see people just destroying it. It was very emotionally and it was very tough. Yeah. Uh, but. Come the following day, then I only had to answer two questions. You know, when adversity happens, you have only two ways to react. You can either react positive or you can react negative. And if you take the negative route, it's always like, oh, why me? Why happened to us? How am I going to do this? And all the excuses you can look for. And, and doctor... Oh, sorry. Uh, so You went the other way. Yeah, yeah you went the other direction. That's amazing and yep. we're so glad that you that you uh jumped on board with that and got open right away uh, i also see here that the reason why you opened this pharmacy is that you found yourself asking a lot of questions for immigrants who couldn't speak english and elderly immigrants um and, and they didn't when you were working at a larger ph- pharmacy you felt like there was a real need to fill that gap can you talk about that a little bit sure and and this goes goes back to the whole role of a pharmacist in a community setting. You know, we are the most accessible healthcare providers. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, when you have got access to your pharmacist, uh, then uh, the, the, the idea is that you have got more adherence to your medication. And if you adhere to your medication use, you have got better clinical outcomes. Right. And these communities were not getting there. We, you know, working for the big chain, I, I spend maybe one minute counseling patients with four or five medications. You can't do that. No. Right. Yeah. And so it's it's really it's it's, so it's really doctor. I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but it it really is. If there is a if there is a place that really should focus on customer service, it is the pharmacy because it is not. I mean, these medications are in many cases a matter of life and death for your customers, right? You bet. And 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 that it all comes to do they understand the medication? You can give them all the medication you want. Do they understand? Do they know how to use it? Do they know what to feel when it feels better? Mm-hmm. Do you know when to say there's a problem and I can call the pharmacist or the doctor to stop this medication? And those materials for them to understand the language, the culture, the cultural complexity for them to understand wasn't there for them in the big chain. And I had to come with something. Right. Well, wow. I I just applaud you. Thank you for the service that you do for the community. Um, you know, we have nothing against big chains, but you're a great example of why independent uh, businesses, stores, pharmacies are so important to the neighborhoods that they serve. So thank you for what you do. And uh, we've said this to every one of our guests. We will continue helping to shine a spotlight on on your business and the NDC so that other businesses like yours can sprout up from this. So, doctor, thank you for your time this morning. Thank you so much, guys, for your, your opportunity to talk. Thank, thank you. you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. you- 
Yeah. Wow. I mean, you think about the pharmacy, they are on the front lines. Yeah. And that immediate health care that's needed um, and to be able to, yeah, reach out to your community and talk to them in a way that, um, you know, and have the time to do that. Well, you that's often, amazing. You and often to reopen that fast. You often don't, and I apologize for having yeah. but you often don't think about that because, you know, we're lucky. We go to a Target pharmacy and, and Becky, you know, Becky can tell me, okay, is this cough medicine? How much should I take without getting sick? Right. <laughs> you know, but... Uh, if there is a language barrier, it's it's so important. You can't oh, be messing okay. with medication. And it's, it's so dangerous. So I, I've just never thought about, about it in that lens. And, and he's doing great work. I'm sure the motivation for him to reopen so quickly had to do with you the know, need. the need <laughs> and his patience. patience and knowing that people had looted the medicine. I'm sure that that everybody that worked at that pharmacy was just sick over that. You know, yeah. I, I mean, we all thought about all the medication that's out on the street, you know, from people looting. And then most importantly, those people that need those medicines weren't exactly. getting them. So it's incredible to hear that hopeful story it it hits close to home for me that particular situation because that happened to dar that happened to my mom uh her pharmacy um was damaged in in a in a in a protest in her town and my mom takes a lot of medications and she couldn't get it for a few days and she got really worried yeah um she got very worried because some of these medications are vital to her and yeah. um I, I i was scared to death there's nothing you know i'm hundreds of miles away there's not much i can do um to, to help her but it was a real concern and it's i uh, you know my mom's been going to the same pharmacist for 15 sure. years like a mm-hmm. lot like the, like a lot of the clients that the doctor uh, probably serves uh, it just that was uh, that was eye opening. I loved that. That was that was interesting. So thanks to the good doctor, and thanks mm-hmm. to all of you again. This, see, this is what you're. This yeah, is where what are we at here. This is what you're donating for. I mean, stories yes. like this. I mean, this is what uh, we can sit here and be goofy, and Lex can go on her lawn and have thirty seven charity babies. <laughs> yep. uh, but, but what you're really doing is helping these neighborhoods. And uh, right now we're at fifty four thousand five hundred and eighty one. Please keep in mind that we have a brand new goal of eighty thousand dollars. Um, we had a goal of 40000 but you, my talkers, wouldn't put up with that nonsense. Mm-hmm. That was nonsense. Uh, no offense to B. Arthur, but that was... Hit that uh, in four days, That right? was hogwash. Yeah, we'll just blame <laughs> B. Arthur. That was hogwash. <laughs> that was a hogwash goal. Uh, right, Candy? We'll blame B on that one. It was a, st- a silly goal. Yeah, I don't, uh, don't know what... what was her? I don't know what she was doing. She was on the... Underachiever, that's what she was. Yeah. <laughs> but you, my talkers, saw right through uh, her her underachievedness, and uh, we blew... <laughs> that's not even a word. I'm making up <laughs> yeah. a lot of words that's today. Right. Uh, but Colonate. you colonate, don't procrastinate, colonate. That's right. Uh, but you, you donated an eight, uh, and blew past the goal. And now we're going to, we're going to reach the 80,000. I'm not even, there's no question about it. Uh, we still have all of this week, uh, Monday through Friday to do it. And you're going to help us do it. Um, and if you're listening and you're a business, that would like a shout out, maybe you want to do it on behalf of your business, go ahead and donate. We can see it instantly and uh, give you a little dedication. Like, uh, what was it? There was a closet company that did it. Um, oh, right. Uh, yeah, a couple food trucks did it. It's just good to see other small businesses helping other small businesses. So mm-hmm. thank you very much. Hey, I want to, uh, speaking of helping others, let's give another plug, Lex. It's an organization that means a lot to you. Uh, Lex did a virtual, she was a virtual MC over the weekend. She wore an evening gown on the top and nothing on the bottom. <laughs> 
had biker shorts on, but yeah. Tell, Lex, tell the folks uh-huh, about what you did. Slippers. Yeah, so the Leukemia Lymphoma Society, every year they pick a man and woman of the year across the nation. Each uh, city does it. And I've hosted this now for eight, nine years. Yeah. And usually it's a big gala. You know, we get dressed up and <laughs> everybody gets on stage and there's a runway. And, you know, the men and women who have been raising money this time for 14 weeks, you know, really celebrate with their team and coworkers and and everyone who you know helps support them and of course this year with covid that we couldn't do it so we did a virtual gala which i was really impressed it was through zoom and they just shared their screen and there were videos and slides and um adam carter and i we've hosted now together for many years and so uh, we were logged in from home and it was really fun and do you know the 12 candidates for this year raised um like two hundred and thirty-four thousand dollars that is fantastic in 14 weeks in a pandemic in a pandemic when companies are contracting yeah exactly you have to remember too you know just because there's covid you know people are still getting cancer diagnoses yes Uh, you know life still goes on and uh in that way it's unfortunate you know of course we want to see a cure in our lifetime and lls is really on the front lines of research not only for bone and blood cancer but for other cancers and diseases like covid19 so i just I love this event every year, and I'm just honored to be a part of it. And to do it this way was really fun. It was cool. You looked great, Lex. I know you were wearing uh, basically uh, uh, your granny panties below, but it was it was great. You looked fantastic from the top up. Yeah, yeah thank you. I was like, I better not stand up at no, any you point. No. You're going to put on a different type of show. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we'll get some money. Hey, whatever works. <laughs> Again, hot hashtag enchilada are... sauce. Yeah. Some people are into biker shorts, you know. Yeah. Hey, Hey. guys. Okay, so this is what's going to happen. We need, I don't know, three people, two, three people. Uh, Dreamweaver Dawn is open for business. It's like a time life operator. Uh, But please, please be concise. Again, we don't need uh, the north and south. Uh, We don't need thornbirds. We don't need uh, uh, the godfather. We need Alexis was on a bike. She was bitten by a raccoon, and she grew a tail. The end. You know what I mean? That's all we need. What does that mean? I don't know. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Call Dawn now. Uh, Then we'll do the dirt alert, and then we'll do that. Stay with us. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. We are so glad you're here. Welcome back, everyone. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Uh, Elizabeth Reese is coming up. We have a couple people standing by to be weaved by Dawn. Uh, She's going to weave their dreams like a basket, like a big wicker basket. Unbelievable. Um, uh, It's Lex. It's unbeweavable. And so is she. Elizabeth Reese is here with the Dirt Alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello, you guys. Happy Monday. Nice to hear your voices today. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. 
Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Comedian D.L. Hewley tested positive for coronavirus after he collapsed in the middle of his set at a Nashville comedy club. So scary, the video. Yeah, yeah Lex, it's just oh, I know. scary to look at. So he, I mean, people who were there were stunned when he lost consciousness while performing at the Zany's Comedy Nightclub on Friday night. I'm still kind of stunned that you can go into a comedy club, but, you know, there's that, too. Right. Um, but he posted a video on Tuesday, um, or I'm sorry, on Twitter, in which he told his fans that he was treated for exhaustion and dehydration afterward. This is what he posted on Saturday. And then he said, I also tested positive for COVID-19, which blew me away. I was what they call asymptomatic. I didn't have any symptoms, the classic symptoms. And he still hasn't exhibited any of the typical symptoms associated with COVID, like shortness of breath and fever. He said, so this was his joke. So in addition to all the other stuff you have to look out for, if you pass out in the middle of a show on stage, you probably need to get tested. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just funny. Well, we were <laughs> Got to we laugh a little bit. We yeah. were saying to uh, Elizabeth, the, the four of us, uh, you you mentioned the comedy club, the close proximity, proxi- proximity. You got it. The intimacy of that space. I know is frightening, and a stand up comedian is in front of you, sometimes yelling, sometimes Fiddling speaking. At you. Yeah, and yeah, those right particles, oh, oh, girl, right in the face, right in the face, right in the face. Well, and then you also think about his team, the team at the comedy show. Right. Were they wearing masks when they saw each other? I don't know. Did that prevent anything? You this know? is, you know, I'm feeling now like I felt um, at the beginning of all of this, which was Minnesota. Minnesota has been quite conservative about our response, right? I mean, like the locking down here happened before it happened other places. Yeah. Right. You know, you would see images of other states and be like, seriously? So in Minnesota, we're just doing all this stuff and you guys are doing nothing? And I get, you know, everybody has to have a different response. I try to liken it to, like, the U.S. is so much bigger than Europe, and every country in Europe handled it differently. It's kind of like states here, right? Right. But at the same time, it just feels so jarring when it feels like our lives are still so far from normal. Yeah. Yeah. And then other places you have this happening. With it spiking in states and... Yeah. Yeah. It's just, and again, I keep and look. Listen, nothing I don't is, have the right answer. I'm not, no, I'm but certainly I, not telling you like this is exactly the way to do it. I'm just saying but it feels weird. I am really stuck right. on the survey a study, rather not a survey, a study that I read. Uh, it was either in the Post or the Times that said that if eighty some percent of the population, eighty two percent, I think it was, wore masks uh, consistently, uh, the virus numbers would go down. So big. Yeah. Bigly. They would go down so, so much if we wore masks. If 80, just 80% of the population. I know. I think we're so hurt by the fact that at the beginning they were like, masks don't matter. It doesn't matter. It's not a big deal. They're not foolproof. They're not. And so then that conflicting information, I think, really stuck with people. Yeah. But neither are seatbelts. believing that it's not even a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, yeah, the seatbelt thing, Jace, is the best example of yeah. this whole Seat thing. Seatbelts don't I mean, prevent every... They had every... to legislate it in order yes. for people to do it. Yeah, yeah. 
Now can you imagine getting in a car? You I feel can't. naked if you don't have a seatbelt on. Yeah, and sometimes I, I am I naked can't with a seatbelt on. Jason, I do that on Saturday. I drive naked through uh, the cabin town. It's freeing. Yeah, the people, the good people of Princeton, have seen more of me than they ever want to. As long as you're buckled in, Jason. I am Lex. You. Everything's Just make buckled. Sure everything in. is buckled. Yeah, everything. That is good. Uh, Vanessa Bryant honored her late husband Kobe Bryant on her first Father's Day without oh. him. And of course, I bring this up because I know that Father's Day is, while it can be a really nice celebration for fathers, it can also be sad when you're missing those you've lost or you're also wishing you had a different relationship with a father figure in your life Um, so she posted happy father's day to the best daddy in the world we miss you so much we love you forever and always Mm. it was just it's a hard one it's always those first holidays when you have a tragic loss or a loss of any it's the first round of holidays that just bites the rear sometimes i hear that the second is even harder because the first one you're in such a state of shock where it's just sort of like everything's the worst Every day is so hard. And then the second one, it, the grief of it kind of hits you like a ton of bricks. Oh, fascinating. Yeah, oh, probably I right. I see that. Where yeah. it's that next year where you kind of feel like, oh, should things be sort of normal, but they're not normal? Yeah, I can see that. That makes sense to me. I know. It's yeah. hard. Uh, Justin Timberlake reflecting on being a dad to his son, Silas. He shared a rare family um, photo on Father's Day, and uh, he has a five-year-old. And he uh, shared a series of photos with his child and discussed how he and his wife, Jessica Beale, hope to help end the cycle of systemic racism by raising their son to understand all people are created equal. Thank you, Jessica Beale. And Justin Timberlake. And thank you to Elizabeth Reese. (laughs) You are so welcome. Thank you. Today at 3 on Twin Cities Live. Coming up next, she is unbelievable, and so are her mystic skills. Yes. Dawn Dreamweaver is next. I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was naked at work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then, I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? Dreamweaver Dawn. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and streaming around the earth at MyTalk1071.com. We have two people standing by and they are unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Dawn McClain, let's yes. take it away and let's begin la weaving. Here yes. we go. Okay, we have Sharon on uh, line number one. Sharon, how are you today? I'm great. What Good. other way is there to be? Great. Exactly, Sharon. Aww. All right, Sharon, sum up your dream for us, and I'll interpret it. Okay. I had a dream that I was living in this large house in the country uh, with family, and I had this premonition that half the roof was going to cave in in two days. Um, no one had noticed that, uh, though the ceiling, when you're in the room, uh, looked perfect. Somehow I got above it, and I could see that the roof was rotten and parts were already missing, and it was actually burnt. So everyone moved. I got everyone to move to one room that had the stove and basically everything um, that was needed, just basics. And then the dream changed. What? I'll stop there. Because I wanted to know about when a dream changes. Is is the dream, is the second dream about the first dream? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, hmm. Well, it depends on if there's any threads in between. Usually they're separate. Dreams are just separate. You're dreaming about different things. But let me go back to the roof. 
Um, so a roof symbolizes the separation between your super conscious mind and your creator. Uh, whatever you think uh, your creator is, uh, whatever you believe in, this is universal. So whatever God you believe in or don't believe in, you're dreaming about that. So, um, so your super conscious mind is the higher form, the highest form of yourself. That when you're thinking about spiritual spirituality and God, contemplating those things, you're in your super conscious mind. Uh, so you're dreaming about that separation between you and your creator or God. That there is some type of a there's some type of a hole there where you might have been thinking about very deep things <laughs> at the time and you feel like you're sort of lost in your thoughts when it comes to that um so you're trying to gather all the different parts of yourself to protect those parts of yourself from any type of emotions that come up when you're contemplating kind of your existence on earth and why you're here oh wow i hope that that makes sense to you it does because that's exactly what was going on but what about the two days i know that time on the other levels are quite different than here but why why was it so specific about two days you know i don't have an answer for you for that i don't i don't know sometimes we have these details in our dreams that um, remember yeah just like it's it's just trying to paint a big picture for you like like very theatrical like a movie so maybe uh you had two days. You, you felt like you didn't have a lot of time to gather. You're in a mental state that you don't feel like is great, and you feel like you had to get your thoughts together before you moved on to a different mental state. Mm. Mm. I see. So the fact that I moved to, um, I moved everybody to a room mm-hmm. where I had not a lot, a lot, just the basics. Just the Red basics. Stove. You were overwhelmed by your emotions, probably, and you're like, I got to get it together because I have to you know, see this next client that's coming in or whatever you're doing in your life. So you had to get into a different frame of mind, which oh. represents the other room where you're just doing your basic thoughts. Thank you for oh, your... That makes a lot of sense. Thank you for your dream. Thank you for Thank holding, you. by the way, too. Bye. Thank you. Thanks, Don. Dreamweaver Dawn. Who do we have next? We have uh, Stacy. Hi, Stacy. How are you? I'm good. How's everyone doing? Doing, doing good. Tell us about your dream. All right, so I have a frequent reoccurring dream um, about my like childhood crush all through elementary school, middle school, high school. Um, and the dream is always about me almost finding out if he likes me or not. <laughs> oh. Okay. Really, really embarrassing. My husband is listening, and I've never told him about this. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Um, You need to have him listen to this, and and he will realize there's nothing to worry about. You're not dreaming about that guy. You have to think about, um, you know, when we have a crush, it's not all the information. So you have to think about the qualities that you imagined he had, and you are dreaming about that part of yourself. So let's say you really thought he was uh, charming and generous and um, uh, dependable, okay? So those qualities within yourself, you're trying to find that within yourself. Every time you have this dream, because it's reoccurring, you're trying to find that part of your subconscious mind and bring that part of yourself together with who you believe you are now to create new things in your life. 
Wow. Okay, so it's not okay. about the guy. Don't think that if you've ever run into him, like, oh, I need to run off with this guy. I hate it when people huh. say stuff like that. You're not actually dreaming about, about that the, other yeah. person. You're dreaming about okay. those qualities you think he possesses. Okay, cool. Okay, so, so husband listening, don't worry, girls. Don't worry, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Thank right. you. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Uh, and you got an email, Ooh. too, for our mm-hmm. final one. Yeah, oh. I do. Um, this is from Kim, and she emailed me at the end of last week. Uh, it's a dream her husband had, and it's about him doing a theater performance that he felt like he was forced into, and he felt really unprepared for it. <laughs> They were forcing him to ride a hoverboard and sing MacArthur's Park at the same time. <laughs> he he oh. really pushed back, and he didn't want to be there, um, and he couldn't seem to get out of it. Uh, she thought it was really funny. So um, this poor guy's having a nightmare, and his wife's laughing. No, <laughs> no. So, when in universal language of mind, theater represents your imagination in action. So. I think probably what happened is that he is being forced maybe during the coronavirus, his job has changed, and he's had to be put into situations where, um, or it doesn't have to be his job, it can be anything, where he has to use his imagination and creativity, and he doesn't really feel like that's his strength. And so he's trying to find harmony within within himself to use his imagination and it's like, okay, Bob, let's say his name's Bob. Okay, Bob, um, we've had to let go eight people in the company. Now it's your job to do this, this, and this. And so he's really mm-hmm. had to use his imagination to see how it feels like he's being forced to use his imagination. That's the best way I can sum uh, that up. But doesn't feel comfortable doing it. He does not feel comfortable doing it. It might not be his strength, um, but, you know. And then she always has a dream about him where she dreams this is a so this is Kim dreaming about her husband that she's that he is leaving her and he's very cold about it and it upsets him and he's like oh you just need to dream better um so <laughs> Kim that means that means it's kind of relates to the, the dream that Stacy had about the crush that means you have to think about the qualities your husband has and it's times during the day where you feel like those good qualities he has that part within you you're feeling like you're abandoning yourself or those qualities that he has. So you're letting yourself mm. down personally because you weren't fill in the blank, whatever you think he is. Oh, there you go. Well, thank you for your emails and your calls. Dreamweaver Dawn every Monday. When we come back, everyone, an update on my Disney World nightmare. Uh, <laughs> but before that, the summer online auctions uh, available right now. Find deals on family camping trips, golf vacations, home improvement, and more through uh, June 25th. We're going to take a break. We'll be back after this. And now, Jason and in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From, like, the 70s or 80s. Come on, oh, a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Hey! Hey! 
We're right here, and that's very rude. Welcome back, everybody. I mean, true, but rude. Uh, welcome back, Jason and Alexis, <laughs> in the morning on my talk one zero seven one. That, ladies and gentlemen, specifically to you youngins, is what used to be called network promos, where networks like NBC, CBS, and ABC in the sixties, seventies, and eighties would do huge campaigns, big musical numbers, and would always have a slogan, and then would do like a music video for the new fall season. And NBC's was, come on home to NBC. Uh, And that lasted for years until Johnny Carson made so many jokes that the executive at NBC at the time got rid of the slogan. So, Because Johnny used to say, come on home to shows that will be canceled by the time this joke ends. So, yeah. Anyway, but that's one of my favorites. Come on home to NBC. Uh, 851. Okay, uh, before we go and hand over the reins to Donna D. Valentine, uh, all morning long, I've been embroiled in... At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Disney World drama because at uh, two, almost three hours ago, the park reservation system opened because now with the COVID, uh, Mm -hmm. they're doing a phased reopening of all the Disney parks. They're going to be at 30% capacity, which means in order to trace the guests, uh, you have to have a valid park ticket or an annual pass holder, and that's what I am, Mm -hmm. and a hotel reservation. And then if you have all of that, uh, you can make a reservation for one park per day. So the system opened at 6 a.m. and it crashed for two and a half hours. <laughs> the, the Walt Disney World website uh, crashed for two and a half hours. Um, it's still not really working. I had the, the login screen on five different screens. I had it on my Whoa. iPad. I had it on two windows on the Hubbard computer. I had it on two windows on my laptop, and I had it on my phone. And I was keeping an eye on the holding screen on all of them. And um, doing a show. And doing Believe the show. It. Well, no. Believe it, it or not. And so I'm keeping an eye on all of them, and all of a sudden, Lex, yeah. randomly, one of the windows I had open got me in to the reservation system. <gasps> 
like nice. one just popped up and I was like, I saw, oh, oh. I saw the question, what dates would you, what parks would you like? And I went <gasps> and it was during a commercial Lex at the top of the eight o'clock hour. So it was perfect. I called Colin. I screamed and I go, we're in, we're in. And was he <laughs> trying at home still oh, too? He had it on four different has. screens yeah. and he's had it. He kept refreshing for an hour and a half. So you oh. had nine total tr- screens. We had nine total screens. Uh, and one, like the lottery, just happened to connect. And so I had him on the phone. It was perfect timing because we were in that long break mm-hmm, between the yeah. 7 and the 8 o'clock hour. So I went, okay, uh, w- what park for the first day? And I did it. And we, we did it during that commercial break. So we are now all signed up for every oh, park we wanted. Yes. And we are set for the vacation. So we're, oh, we're good. Oh, what a relief, yeah. right? So, anyway, so. Uh, and it's going to be you guys, just you two the whole time. Just us the whole time. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, the second week, uh, TBD oh. of what we're doing. But yeah, so so we're going to do this. And then we'll do some uh, two, fairy, two Fairy Godfathers. We'll come back for another season. And we'll kick it off with uh, how this was and uh, what the experience was like but uh but yeah so wow yay that's awesome yeah so i was so excited i was like oh because i just looked on twitter it's still down like people are still uh, somehow some way um it's just i would not want to be the it person people at the Mm -hmm. walt disney company today because it is a mess because people are already upset um you know annual pass holders the passes are twelve hundred dollars think they're twelve hundred dollars right. yeah about a little uh for the premium one and people are mad because they get they get the covid but the passes aren't really great because you can't park hop you can't basically do what you want to do so a lot of people are very unhappy and are asking for refunds and and disney's accommodating but it's just i would not want to untangle this mess that disney the parks are in you know all of the right. different circumstances it's just oh my goodness well, as an annual pass holder have they offered it i mean are there extra goodies or is it just no you can extend your pass through however long the parks are closed um and you oh, do get okay. first crack of these tickets that's why we got today everyone else is the end of the week so mm. there is that so that's going to do it for us today. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lexa Lou? That's right. You do you. Have a great day. We love you so much. Stay safe and we'll talk tomorrow. Bye, friends. It's a beautiful day.